Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Time for the 49ers Rush Podcast. And here's your host. John Chapman. What is going on, Faithful? It is so great to be with you on Christmas Eve Squared um, to talk about the most important thing, and that is the 49ers versus Commanders preview, scouting report, predictions, bets of the week. Before you walk away today, you're going to know everything you need to know about this Commanders 49ers game, what matchups to watch, what they're good at, what they're bad at, all those different things so that you're ready for this game. Because let's just be frank, this game's on Christmas Eve. We got to get you ready today. Um, and I apologize. I had to postpone the live show for about five minutes, mainly uh, because I, I don't know if I'm jinxing it. Working on some Super Bowl party details, just in case. You can never plan too early. Uh, so on the phone in Arizona, setting that up, which I am excited about. And, you know, I'm also curious about this. I don't even know if I want to put this out there, but uh, would it be worth it to do a 49ers watch party in Arizona, regardless if the 49ers are in the Super Bowl or not? We could give away some tickets to the, like, upcoming uh, season opener, all that stuff. Because Arizona fans didn't get uh, their 49ers party this year because we went to Mexico, which was incredible. Absolutely love that. But, you know, trying to kind of figure some of those things out, right? Like, is there an audience for that? And, you know, getting together to watch the Super Bowl would be a really, really good time. Um, I, I love it. So, anyway, just want to say thank you, guys. Appreciate all the hashtag CCs, all the holiday wishes. I love it. And right here, we are getting a question from Josh, the man. This is my trivia guy, man. He He's responsible for a lot of the research of the show, and he does the trivia for all our giveaways at our Rush Road Trips. He said, John, from 2011 – Team, what two players would you add to this 2022 team? Ooh, that is a that's a beautiful question. Um, let me just pull up this roster um, because I think that it's important to understand. I want to do one offense and one defense, if that's okay. So I'm going to do one offense. I'm going to kind of hamstring myself. So let me just go through the 2011 roster. You had Alex Smith, then Kaepernick, Frank Gore, Bruce Miller, Michael Crabtree, Josh Morgan, Vernon Davis, Joe Staley, Ua Potty, Goodwin, Snyder, Anthony Davis. Ooh, okay. I'm going Joe Staley. I'm going Joe Staley. I'm moving him to right tackle. That's my offensive move, okay? Joe Staley moving him to right tackle. That's my offensive move, Adam. Uh, I'm sorry, Josh. Defense, we had Ray McDonald, Isaac Sopoaga, Justin Smith, Maude Brooks, Navar Bowman, Patrick Willis, Perils Harrelson, uh, Harrelson, Carlos Rogers, Terrell Brown, Dante Whitner, Deshaun Goldston. Uh, this one's easy. I'm going Justin Smith, the Cowboy. Put him in there at defensive tackle, 
And yeah, th- those are easy. O line, D line. It's how we build this team. I am just fine with that. Um, I, I freaking love it. And look at Matthew. I feel like he recognizes the Chapman energy. What is going on, Faithful? I didn't know I say that every time, but I caught myself a little a uh, few times ago, uh, ago, and I was like, "Oh, yeah, I guess I do say that all the time." But it, it's it's how I feel, uh, you know. Why why do we do this show for the faithful? I love it. Oh, Sonny says it would be badass if you had a party in Arizona. Uh, the one in Dallas was badass last year. Can't wait to join for more. Dallas was off the charts last year baby that was awesome oh look at this matthew said justin smith anthony davis because more natural fit at right tackle i love that oh alex smith yeah not a bad route he would work perfect with shanahan and v davis Ooh, i like that can't have enough tight ends that is awesome josh says cowboy yes with armstead would be amazing oh what's up my man jack good friend Thank you for your generosity in the super chat. He says, happy holidays to you and your family, John, and everyone in the chat. Cherish the memories you make. No matter how often you tell your loved ones, it's never too much. Let's go eight in a row. Man, just positivity on positivity on positivity. Jack, I appreciate you. Thank you, my friend. And yeah, I'll, I'll say this. I say this every year. I'll probably say it again tomorrow. Holidays aren't always happy for everybody. This is a time to reach out to those ones because, again, a lot of people, Merry Christmas is a big deal. For me as a kid, Christmas was rough. Um, And so reach out uh, to those, even the ones perhaps you're having scuffs with, um, people maybe you don't talk to. Not everybody's got everybody to talk to. Holidays get rough for a lot of people. So reach out. Um, I love it. I love it. So, oh, Alden Smith, yeah, Sin, you're not wrong. You're not wrong there. It's not a wrong choice. Um, I, I, Justin Smith and Bosa together would be unreal. Love it, love it, love it. And Uncle Shant said, just use my bookie for the first time. Gracie, Jess, and John, you put me on a lot. Dude, we make it buddy. Like I said, I, I empty my my bookie account every year and started at $200 at the season. Um, so if you've been betting with us since before the season, I've got $500 in my account now. So I mean, I, I have small potatoes. I don't bet big. But we went from 200 to 500, and we still got time left. Um, I hope you've been betting with us. I, I really, really do. I really, really do. So let's do this. Let's jump in. Appreciate all the questions. Uh, I am flying solo today. What's up, David? He says, stay strong, faithful. I love it. That, that's that's the tagline. Um, that's the tagline. Let's do this. So if you have a question, tag me at John in the chat so I can see it. Um, and let's do this. We've got 12 wonderful Pages of notes for today's episode, our flagship program brought to you by the great Coach Cruz, uh, who helps with a lot of this research. He does. He's incredible, man. He's awesome. So we have the 49ers versus Commanders. I want to call them Washington. I don't like Commanders. I don't like that at all. I don't. I, I like it more than their old racist name, but I just, I don't know. I don't respect the name Commanders. I just don't. It's Washington in my book. It's just what it is. But what we got? A lot on the line for the 49ers. They locked up the number three seed. No matter what, that's worst case. But a win here would be huge. Continue to put the pressure on Minnesota for that two seed spot, which is important if you want not one but two home games, possibly three. Um, Washington's coming off a tough loss to the Giants. uh, In one of the weirdest schedules of the year, they played the Giants, had a bye week, played the Giants again. It's just weird. Just weird and gross uh, is kind of how I feel about it. <laughs> like, you see it on the schedule, and it's just like, uh And so they tied the Giants in New York, had a bye week. They play at home against the Giants and lose by eight. Then they have to travel across on a short week, right? Um, because they played Sunday. No, sorry. They, yeah, they played Sunday night. We played Thursday night. So they have a short week and have to fly across the country. It's kind of a weird matchup for them. But the 49ers or the NFL – always kind of rewards those teams on short weeks. Um, you know, and, and so I think that's that's kind of key. Um, yeah, it's kind of key. So I, I I like that. The 49ers got a shorter, a longer week, and they don't have to travel, so it's interesting. So, and again, Washington, they're playoff bound. So this game is, you know, Wayne asked me, I was on his show this morning, go check it out, Wayne Breezy show, awesome job. But he asked me, is this a must-win game for the 49ers? I said, no, it's not. It is for Washington. Washington's sitting in the seventh seed. If playoffs started today, Washington's in the playoffs. There's a lot of teams. You got those four teams sitting there, you know, the Giants, the Commanders, Seattle Seahawks, and the Lions. If you want to throw in the Packers, I think they're a little out of it. But 
it's win or go home. Like the playoffs start for them. Where we were last year, that's where the commanders are now. They got to win a lot of tough games. And not to mention, teams are 0-12 the week following the 49ers. So they lose this game, then they lose the next game, they're out. They go 1-2 and two down this three-game stretch, they're not going to be in the playoffs. They got to go 2-1 and one at worst, at worst. Um, you know, can they keep Heineke in the pocket? Because um, he likes to run around. He's a tough little guy. Uh, and if they can do that, it's going to be a long day. The 49ers got the number one defense. You know what I mean? And Washington has a 24th offense. They don't score a lot of points. They really, really don't. They've gone over 20 points three times in their last 11 games. They're, they're not a dynamic offense. They do have a good run game, but the advantage is the 49ers. That's key. And so, you know, we're going to bracket this conversation. We're going to go through Washington's offense, their defense, the history of the 49ers, uh, injury reports, all that stuff. But I'm bracketing this conversation with this is the 49ers game to win. They're a full touchdown favorite. I think it actually, I checked right before I went live, it's down to six and a half points. So Vegas pulling their money back a little bit, but still a six and a half point favorite. That's big. 49ers have had huge <laughs> spreads from Vegas all freaking year. Um, and again, back to this thing, Commanders played Sunday night, travel across the country. 49ers got three extra days rest and a home game. That's a lot. And for Kyle Shanahan, he kind of detailed the path. This was after the Seattle game, but I think it's huge. Listen to Kyle Shanahan on what that game Thursday night and the rest means moving forward. Um, I mean, right now, I'm so excited to have a few days just to reflect. It's, that's the coolest thing about Thursday games. Um, we had a real good um, win on Sunday. You don't have time to talk about it, think about it all to get ready for this. Um, a big win tonight to be able to clinch the division and just have a couple days. We can relax a little bit, but um, there's no doubt about it. I mean, this isn't um, our final goal by any means. I'm very proud of our team and what we accomplished throughout the year to get to this. Um, our goal is to get in the tournament, and we accomplished that today. But um, now it's all trying to set that up to be the best situation we can and uh, hopefully get some of our guys back, too, in the process. You know, talking about getting guys back, David says, um, wish we had Ridgeway and Givens for the playoffs. We'll have one of those. We'll have Givens. Ridgeway, I doubt, is going to be the guy that comes back. But I do think that, the, that Givens will come back and shoot. Let's just start talking about it now. Kittle, I'm sorry, not Kittle, Kidlaw. A couple letters off. Kidlaw going to play this week. I think he's going to start this week. That's crazy. That is crazy. And talk about a game where you need him the most, right? Is This is a dominant running game. We'll get into the stats and all those things. And I just think it's so important. Um, Pern says this is JP playing. Talking about Jordan Mason. Yes. Um, he tightened his hamstring. Didn't get injured. It was a middle of practice is what Kyle Shanahan said. Sorry, I don't have the clip. Um, Came up and basically said, hey, kind of feeling some tightness in my hamstring. This was two days ago. Kyle said, yep, shut it down. They shut him down back-to-back -back days. Precautionary move. If he couldn't go, which I think he will, um, if he couldn't go, then it would be Ty Davis-Price, Tevin Coleman. Those guys would be called up into action. And so we'll find out really soon. If they do not promote Tevin Coleman, JP's playing. If they promote Tevin Coleman, then it's going to be a true game-time decision. Right, that's the idea, but I do expect him to play. Um, real quick, Sonny, I know this is a little off topic, but we've got to address these things. Um, Sonny says, "Why? Why is there talk about getting rid of Trey Lance? I heard all the confidence um, and see potential. If we had him in the offense now, CMC and Trey would be dangerous." So I'll say this again, constantly: Trey ain't going anywhere. Um, not that I think he's going to be the quarterback next year. That's not conversations I want to take part in. Trey's not going anywhere. Rookie-friendly contract, whenever you draft rookies, they are you, – you, you eat all that cost. So it's not financially feasible to trade Trey. What would you get for him? Uh, maybe a second or third. I don't know, but not worth it. Not with what it is. Trey's not going anywhere. Shedahan loves this cat. Um, he's going to be here. And at worst case, you've got two great quarterbacks – Oh, and Brock Purdy and Trey Lance, two great young quarterbacks on cheap rookie deals for the next two and a half years. So you're great. He's not going anywhere. And yeah, Sonny says, you know, people like to create controversy. I'm not taking part in those conversations. Try to stay away from it. We'll allow it to play it out. But no, nah, Trey's not going anywhere. Brock's not going anywhere. Those two guys are going to be here for a long freaking time. Um, that's just the way it goes. Um, that's the way it goes. Now, if we look at, let's go through. 
the Washington team and how they got here. They're seven, six, and one, truly a 500 team. And when the NFL expanded the playoffs to seven, that played a huge role. Um, that played a, a gigantic role, in fact. And so whenever that happened, all these teams are now eligible to make it to the playoffs. And that's why there's so many teams alive despite having terrible records. So what's up, Scott? Thank you for the gift, man. Appreciate the generosity. He says, hey, John, Javon Kinlaw gets a sack this week. Nobody would make nobody would be happier than myself. Maybe Javon Kinlaw and his family. But you know, I talked about this earlier on Wayne's show. You will not find a better story. You will not find a better human being that has overcome so much hardship in his life. And to just be questioned and treated like garbage from a lot of, you know, the media and the fan base to be able to come back. We don't deserve it. We don't deserve it. But I'm betting on this kid. Yeah, the knee's going to be an issue for a lot of his career. But if he can get 15 to 20 plays solid each week, and, and the funny thing is, the pass rush isn't even what his strength of his game is. That's a bonus. It's stopping that run, man. They don't make many humans like Javon Kinlaw. And that's exactly what he is. He's a human. I know people like to treat celebrities like they don't matter, and that breaks my heart. Humanize players, man. Uh, I believe in that. And if you do that, you'll treat people with respect and realize some things are bigger than football. And this guy, ah, I, I believe in him. And I'm so excited to see what he can do, and I just hope it goes well. I really, really do. And if he got a sack, man, oh, dude, my Twitter's going to have lots of uh, four-letter words. I'm just going to say that, uh, coming with it. So uh, love me some Javon Kinlaw, man. He is ah, he's just awesome. And, and right here, man, Mosquito Killer says, I love that Kinlaw comes back this week. Kinlaw and Armstead to help stop the run up the middle, and that's where the commanders like to run right. They do um, probably – and, again, I'm getting a little off-key here, but that's okay, a little off-schedule – one of the things that I like to do as a coach whenever I coached or as a podcaster was, man, try to find tendencies and exploit those things. When you know what the opposing team's going to do, it makes it easy. But then you hire self-scouters that help you. Like They scout you from an outside perspective. They say, hey, man, when it's third and short, you run to the right side 70% of the time, right? Things like that. Well, if there's anything that Ron Rivera is good, he's a self-scouter. Him and Del Rio, uh, they've been around for a long damn time. And so having said all that, it's pretty damn hard to find tendencies on this offense. It's pretty damn hard, whether they favor running through certain gaps, power, scheme, whatever. I couldn't find it. And so maybe somebody's smarter than me, but they balance their passing targets and rushing lanes and all those things. It, it, it's a lot. But you're correct. They will try to run it up the middle much more so than a lot of teams we have played. Um, and look at Sid. She says, love Kinlaw, Debster, Kinlaw, beast mode. I freaking love it. I love it. Now, let's get back to the journey that Washington has gone on this year. 7-6-1. and one. Started off, this is chronological quarter to their season. Beat the Jags by 6. Lost to the Lions by 9. Lost to the Eagles by 16. Lost to the Cowboys by 15. Lost to the Titans by 4. That's when they made the switch. Uh, what's his name? Got hurt. Carson Wentz. They bring in. Their own undrafted rookie, Tyler Henneke. Um, then they start winning games. Beat the Bears by five. Beat the Packers by two. Beat the Colts by one. Lost to the Vikings by three. Probably one of the most impressive wins of the year. Not probably, it is. Beat the Eagles by 11. Beat the Texans by 13. Falcons by six. Tied the Giants. Then lost to the Giants by eight. They went on this nice little tear where they won six out of seven. Well, that was that was a month ago. Because uh, they had a bye week. They've had two games to bye week than us. They haven't won a game. Tied, lost, bye week, than us. They're 4-2-1 on the road with a negative 11-point differential on the season. They played a lot of games that have been decided by very few points. They are the antithesis of the 49ers in that regard. The 49ers have only had two games this entire season decided by a touchdown or left. less. That's it. Just two. Niners have been getting the biggest spreads every single week and covering, which is just weird. Um, I love it, though. I do love it. Um, now, if we look at the commanders and kind of their points, their 25th in points scored, they don't score a lot of points. They're averaging 18.9 points per game. That's not good. <laughs> it's not good. Ninth in points allowed, that is good. They're, only, they're allowing 19.7 points per game. To put this into perspective, 49ers are allowing 15 points a game, best in the NFL. 
They're a top 10 defense. Perhaps you could even say a top five defense. If you're looking at yards, they're third. If you're looking at points, they're ninth. Now, from a pro football focus standpoint, right, which takes, again, the larger snapshot of a play-by-play efficiency standard um, with how they play um, on a snap-by-snap basis through the entirety of the year, the commanders rank 17th overall, 24th on offense, not a good offense, 12th on defense. But my biggest concern this entire game is special teams. They're number one. They have the best special teams in the entire NFL. 49ers, 25th. We've slowly climbed out of the basement. We're still bottom third. That's my biggest concern. Special teams, special teams. Uh, It's hidden, and a lot of people don't talk about it. A lot of people don't talk about it. Now, where are the Niners in all of this from Pro Football Focus? Overall, we're second, offense seventh, defense first, special teams 25th. A lot of advantages for the 49ers everywhere on the field, everywhere on the field, except for special teams it's hidden shot jay the man love this dude uh felt you were getting too comfortable without my randomly interrupting you again shot jay you interrupt as much and as often as possible uh one of the coolest dudes i've ever had the pleasure of meeting we hung out uh in the miami game him and his girl they were just incredible great people positive people thank you my friend now ron rivera head coach of the commanders he's interesting i like him i think he's a great dude Um, which is interesting because I think the Washington organization is by far like, it's weird giving Jerry Jones a run for your money for being a terrible organization and run by terrible humans. Usually not something that you want to bring up, but it's who they are. The commanders, the organization Snyder, they've been terrible for years. They bring in Ron Rivera as this good guy role. And he is, he's a good dude. Um, He's 192-2 and two as a coach, so just over 500, 3-5 and five in the postseason. Um, his record with Carolina was 76-63-1, uh, so over 10 games. He's got a losing record with Washington, 21-24-1, so right at that 500. That's just kind of who he is. Now, if you want the film breakdown of the game, we go through the all 22 of – the commanders and what they do, all that kind of stuff. That's over on Patreon, the Steve Young tier and up, uh, patreon.com slash 49ers Rush Podcast. And we put all of our stuff over, over there. And if you have not joined, ooh, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna do something. I'm gonna do something. I'm gonna play this Patreon quick video, and then I'm gonna give away some free Patreons. I think we're gonna do it. We're gonna do it. All you got to do is go to patreon.com slash 49ers rush podcast. And as soon as you sign up, you get almost everything depending on the tier you pick. And if you're just interested in 49ers play, guess what? We have every single offensive, defensive, and special teams play from the last two and a half years. Every single game for the 49ers. Nobody else has this content. Now, not to mention we have extra episodes weekly. We've got scouting report breakdowns. We've got betting. We've got your one-stop shop for 49ers content. And if you want to be heard, guess what? We got Zoom Hangouts twice a month where we listen to you. Patreon.com slash 49ers Rush Podcast or just Google Patreon and 49ers. We're the first one that shows up. All right, here's what we're going to do. I am at, I thought we are at, uh, I think, 398 Patreons. Uh, I've been trying to hit 400 for a minute. Um, And so the goal was to hit that this year. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to break that threshold. I'm giving away three Patreon subscriptions. Here's what you got to do. You got to email me, 49ersrushpodcast at gmail.com. You email me. um, Once you do so, once you sign up for Patreon, whichever level you want to, um, not friend of the show. That's just, you know, if you want to support whatever, but Frank Gortier and above you subscribe, you give me proof of that. I Venmo you the money. That's the, that's basically the only way we're doing it. I'm working with Patreon on how to get, do more giveaways. You know, we like giveaways here. So if you've been one of the people that's been wanting to try out Patreon, all you gotta do is email me 49ers rush podcast at gmail.com. The first three people that do so, uh, I'm going to send you money for your first month subscription to check it out. And again, if you don't like it after that, you can cancel whatever else, but, uh, why not? Uh, and Shot Jay, the man, says, jump on the Patreon Express, baby. All 22 breakdowns, gold. We put up so much content over there. Um, 
Sonny, appreciate you, man. Take care. Do it later. Do it later. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Uncle Shed. John did it for me. Been subscribed since. And that's the thing. Like, I feel pretty confident in the product that we put out there. Uh, Josh says those 22 breakdowns are insanely packed with knowledge. That's my first thing I do when I wake up. I wake up, grind the tape, load the tape. Um, we, we put a lot of stuff up there. So uh, go go check it out, man. Go check it out. Oh, right here. I love this. Ed says, oh, my God, John, it's history. Niners uh, are tied with the 2000 Ravens defense for seven straight games under 70 yards. Can we make history this game? That's kind of what it comes down to. Yeah, I think you're talking about allowing rushing yards, right? Um, if you look at what the commanders have done offensively, as far as rushing yards go, they're at three, six straight games over 100 yards rushing. And if you expand that, uh, that's eight, nine, nine out of 11 over 100 yards rushing. The 49ers have allowed two teams over 100 yards. They lost both those. One team rushed for 99 yards. That was Chicago. We lost that one too. It seems to be one of the clearest metrics in what happens with, you know, what happens. And it's all about keeping, stopping the run. D'Amico says all the time, you got to earn the right to pass rush on this team. Stop the run. Then get after the pass. We've done it better than anybody. The 49ers are the best against the run, and it's not really even close. You know, if you just look at pure metrics of this 49ers defense, I know we're spending time talking about Washington. First and fewest rush attempts. First and fewest rush yards. First and yards per rush attempt. So teams are running against us fewer than anybody. And on those times that they do decide to run against us, they're getting 3.4 yards. 3.4 yards. That's it. That's it. Um, Trey, man, appreciate you, man. He said, John, thanks again for the refund. You're a good dude. Yeah, we had a problem with billing. Had to, like, go through it on Patreon side. It, it got solved quick, refunded, taken care of, done. Uh, if there's any issues, I don't err on the side of profit. I wish I did. My wife probably wishes I did. Uh, I, I err on the side of people in relationships, and I invest in that. And so no matter what happens, we take care of people. I, I, and y'all trust me with your time. You're spending your time with me right now, and I'm thankful. And hopefully you guys subscribe and join us for more of these community things that we put on. But um, I understand. Time's busy. It's Christmas Eve Eve. And hopefully we can provide a little bit of relief from some of the stress that comes with the holidays. Um, and hopefully you guys enjoy this. I appreciate you guys. Now, let's go through this injury report because it's a little bit of a mess. Um, you know, there's, there, there's a lot of stuff that's on – this injury report, that's interesting. You know, I, I say all the time, the thing that I probably, how do I say this? Trust the 49ers with less uh, than anything else is just injury talk. It's just, it's always just a mess. Now, here's the status for the 49ers. Out, Jimmy Garoppolo, Debo, and Kevin Givens. Questionable. Now, this is where it gets big. Jordan Mason, I said earlier. I fully expect him to play. Charvarius Ward, he's clearing the concussion thing. He's already out there with the blue non-contact. Not worried about him. He's playing. Charvarius Moore, he's got a knee and illness. That one, I don't expect him to play. Kerry Hyder, ankle. I think he's going to play. Avery Thomas, ankle. Not sure about that one. But everybody else is cleared. Um, and then you add in Javon Kinlaw. And so lots of positives. I really think that that's a big deal. Um, and, and I think that that's going to continue. Trey says mine was getting sick, uh, from the rush road trip. Oh my gosh. No way, man. You didn't get sick there. I love it. Uh, we do party pretty hard. And so it does happen. And it was cool hanging out with Trey. That was really, really cool. Now, if we look at the commander's injury report, they're doing all right. You know, coming off a of bye week, then they played, you know, at home. Cameron Curl, who's been a stud for them. Niners, if you remember back in the draft, whenever he came out, I think Arkansas State, um, big fan of him. Niners met with him several times, just didn't work out. Commanders got him. He's questionable with an ankle. Um, Andrew Norwell, Norwell, their guard, he's questionable. Antonio Gibson's questionable, but he's going to play. It's just what it is. So they don't have a lot of guys out. They're getting Chase Young back very similarly off of IR for the first time, um, very similar to what we're doing with Kinlaw. Now, the history of these two teams. And I, I think this is this is big this week. 
Oh, what's up, Daniel? He says, I'm watching from New Zealand. Shout out to the other faithful from afar. Faithful from afar, man. I use that term all the time. Uh, the amount of effort that you got to go through to be a part of this team in this community is a lot. And I really appreciate that, Daniel. Hopefully we get to meet up at some point. Uh, but thank you for all that you do, man. Stay strong out there by yourself. Um, the history of this matchup is huge. Now, you can talk about the teams playing each other, right? 49ers lead this series 21-12 to 12 with one tie. That's not – 49ers have won five out of the last seven. I, I don't care about that. I really don't. What I care about is the connections between our head coach – and perhaps our best player, Trent Williams. I, I, the Washington organization is dog crap. It's dog crap. There's some good people involved, no doubt about it. But to participate in that system with that owner, you got to sell your soul on a daily basis. And the way that they treated Kyle Shanahan and his dad, right? His, only, his dad got fired from there. Kyle got fired from there. Remember that whole RG3 and Kirk Cousins and whatever else? Kyle hates this damn organization more than any other team. Any other team, I guarantee you. Then you talk about Trent Williams. That dude had cancer. They didn't give a damn. They didn't give a damn. Literally tried to force him to play. Wouldn't let him put you know his own helmet on. All that kind of stuff. Trent Williams hates this team too. Like I won't be surprised if Trent Williams retires as a Niner instead of as whatever Washington franchise is. He hates them. And a lot of it goes back to the owner just having a vendetta against him, even though he's putting up all pro years for him. They mishandle people. They take advantage of people um, within their own organization. You can go back and read some of the freaking congressional notes on that stuff. Like, they're just bad. It's bad. It's bad. And this game means a lot to Kyle Shanahan, his coaching staff, and to Trent Williams, who is captain and maybe the best player in the NFL. It's a big deal. What's up, Barack? Appreciate the gift, Betty says. Merry early Christmas, John, uh, to yours. And your, I love it. Keep Christ at Christmas. Did you know that you can now win up to 100 times your money on prize picks with as little as four correct picks? You can turn $10 into 1000 with basketball, hockey, college basketball entries today on prize picks, America's number one fantasy sports app. And here's what's great. It, it, you can get action on sports on more than 30 different states across the country, including California, Texas, and Georgia. On top of that, you got playoff basketball actions on the horizon, and this is the best place to take advantage of all of basketball's postseason action. Some of these player props. Nikolai Jokic for over 10 rebounds. Anthony Davis more than two blocks. Lillard, four three-pointers made. You get to pick exactly how you want to use your bets. So, download the app today. Use code 49ers49ERS for a deposit match up to $100. Again, that's promo code 49ers for a first deposit matchup up to $100 over on Prize Picks. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. 
You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life altering. And if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. It's also why don't we talk about possibility of us being the first to win the Super Bowl with the rookie quarterback. I don't like jumping to that. I don't like jumping to that. Appreciate your comment, Barack. Um, Man, it would be crazy. And again, my whole take on the Brock Purdy thing is just enjoy, be present, be in the moment, stay with it, right? Uh, Because this is new. NFL hasn't seen this. I want it to continue, and you're right. We win the Super Bowl this year with Brock Purdy. First rookie quarterback ever. There's going to be movies. There's going to be deals. There's going to be all kinds of things. It's going to be nuts, man. It's going to be nuts. And I want it all, (laughs) right? But... I want to enjoy Brock Purdy's third start before I get there. You know what I'm saying? So I understand the need to look forward, and, man, it's so easy. We've locked up the division. Playoffs are on the horizon. And I'm like, well, let's hold on. Brock Purdy needs more seasoning and work now, and that's what I'm interested in. But, yes, I'm not discounting. I'm not discounting at all um, what Brock Purdy could be. And what, it's all on the table. It's all on the table for a narrative that has never, ever existed before. Not only in the NFL, in almost all pro sports. Like, this is that, the stage is set for that. And it's hard whenever you set the stage for that to deliver. But it's just, it's a a game by game, snap by snap, day by day. You build into that. And I'm here for it, man. I'm the biggest Trey Lance guy in the world. I hope Brock Purdy's the greatest quarterback that's ever lived. And Trey backs him up for a lifetime. Be the happiest guy ever. Brock's got to deliver. And he has. And I hope he continues to. Um, Jack, he says, also, if you're like me, you may not take time to engage with Patreon content, but you want to support John and his crew join anyway. You know, it's funny. I feel like people fall into different categories. There's one that just are diehards for the content. I mean, we break down every special teams play from the whole year like that. Those are some hooligans, baby. Uh, those are some diehards. I know that's not for everybody and that's okay. Um, and some people want to engage with others through our Zoom hangouts and the chats and all that kind of stuff. That's amazing. Some people just want to support the show because we're kind of putting something new out there, uh, something different out there than a lot of people. And I appreciate that all the same. Um, all the same. Oh, I love these comments, man. Sin, yeah, grudge game for Kyle and Trent. And those people saying like, oh, we're going to rest our starters and this game doesn't matter. Don't tell that to our head coach. Don't tell that to our head coach. Big Papa, we do have to thank Washington for being a scumbag franchise because uh, they did give us Trent. They did. And, you know, Bruce Allen came out. He was the GM, the personnel guy. He basically said, like, man, we could Trent was willing to resign with us, but Dan Snyder, turd bag, um, would not allow them to. And so they had to trade him. And David says, trading a third and fifth for Trent, best trade in 49ers history. It's up there. It's up there. Just – and remember – if you want some more fuel for the fire between these two organizations, the Vikings offered a second round pick and they accepted it. But Trent said, Nope, I ain't going. I ain't going. Trade me to my boy Kyle. The Shanahan loyalty project is real and he is a card carrying member. So they had to turn down a better trade from the Vikings and trade them to their freaking foes, the 49ers and the Shanahans, those dirty Shanahans, right? That's the way they see it for a third and fifth. Because of how Kyle treats his players. But, yeah, fire Shanahan. He's a bad coach. He makes bad choices. He drafts busts. Oh, my gosh. Whew. Get me jazzed up now. You're going to get me jazzed up. Now, the last time the 49ers played Washington, uh, the 49ers lost. Washington won 23-15. to um, This was in Arizona, yeah, during the COVID thing and all that stuff where we lost our home games. But Washington scored zero offensive touchdowns. Um, no, this wasn't during COVID. I was no, it was, it was, it was. I saw Alex Smith's name and I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, my my dates are off. No, Alex Smith was on the Commanders or Washington. Uh, it was him and Dwayne Haskins, man. Uh, RIP, man. That's awful. They, they combined for 15 of 31, 108 yards, zero touchdowns, one interception. But we had Nick Mullins. 
um, who threw for 260 yards, one touchdown, one interception. It just all the, I mean, it's just a mess. Ayuk had 10 catches, 119 yards. It was a weird game. It was just a weird game. It was a weird place. All those things. Now, it, let's jump to, let's do this. Let's talk about their defense. Washington's defense versus 49ers offense. Here are some of the rankings. Remember, it's out of 32 teams, right? Every All these rankings are out of 32 teams. And red zone defense, they're 16th, right at average. Fourth and rush touchdowns allowed. They've only allowed eight touchdowns, so they're really good there. They buckle up against a run in the end zone. Um, they forced 15 turnovers in 14 games. That's 13th in the league. Negative two turnovers total from their offense defense, uh, their ratio through 14 games. So not great there. Eighth in pass yards, fourth in yards allowed, 11th in yards per pass, fourth in third down percentage. They do not allow teams to constantly get first downs. 15th in yards per rush, 10th in defensive DVOA, and second in first downs allowed. I don't know what metric you want to use to classify this defense and where you would rank them. Um, where I would put them personally, I think they're a top six defense, just outside that top five range. Now they're getting back Chase Young. Maybe that's enough to push them over the hump into that top five thing. Um, and yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know where we want to do, do that. Um, uh, David, uh, I like this. He says, Al Sacco, I had him on the show earlier this year. I was on his show a couple times too. Had Kyle at 12 on his power coaches ranking. Uh, you did with him at the beginning of the season, John. He did. I think I had him seven. I think it was seven or eight. But let me say this. This is by far, in a way, Kyle's best coaching year. It's his best. Better than 2019. Better than what he did with the Falcons. Um, better. This is his best. You're winning with your third string quarterback for crying out loud. Incredible. Ah, man. Whew. Now, their defensive line is good. Interior defensive line is good. They got four studs on defense, and they do something completely different than what the 49ers do. And here's what I mean by this. So if you look at... The Washington versus New York game, the most recent Week 15 game in which they lost, okay? The defense had 63 snaps, Washington's defense. They do not rotate. 49ers rotate waves of defensive linemen. They don't rotate. So, again, out of 63 plays, okay? Out of 63 plays, let's just go through their defensive line. Uh, Darren Payne, their left tackle, 58 snaps. Jonathan Allen, right tackle, 56 snaps. Montez Sweat, 47 snaps. They keep those three starters out there. Non-stop. They don't get breaks. They don't get breaks. Now, to put that into perspective, right, context is important. Let's go through the snaps of the 49ers defensive linemen. We played 64 snaps for Seattle, okay? Um, oop, I'm on the wrong team. Let me re-filter this. There we go. If we just look at how many snaps we played out of 64, Nick Bosa paid 51, Armstead 47, Samson, 37. Omenihu, 34. Kerry Hyder, 23. Akeem Spence, 20. Ty McGill, 16. Drake Jackson, 15. Jordan Willis, 13. They have three guys that play as much or more than Nick Bosa does, and they don't take them off the field. They don't have the depth. Can the 49ers offense take advantage of that? You want to keep those guys out there against a heavy run attack and lots of screens side to side? Ooh, uh, big Papa John. Well, we see bare fronts with the commanders team. The 49ers see it every damn week, five and six man fronts. Um, we see it more than any other team in the NFL. Yeah, I think we probably will, especially with Chase Young back. I think they'll try to stop us with their base defense on that first drive. And that's why I got the 49ers scoring on our first drive. Then I think they'll change it. Um, I really, really do. A question I keep getting the most. What's up, Tommy? Is Mason playing? Yeah, I'm saying Mason is playing. Uh, I'm telling you right there. Juan, yes, fresh pair of legs every snap, baby. I like what we do. We have so much depth. Debbie asked this, do they blitz a lot? Eh, it depends. They are one of the fewest blitzing teams, Debbie. Uh, listen to these blitz totals. Um, and again, this is in order going backwards. So most recent game against the Giants, 11 blitzes. 
Next game against the Giants, eight. Atlanta blitz once. Houston blitz three times. Philly blitz sixth. So, but again, just like what I said with the fronts, the 49ers see more blitzes than almost any team out there. We see the most fronts. We see the most uh, fire zone blitzes. It's what it is. It's what they do. Now, their strengths, it's their defensive line. Montez Sweat, I think, is their best player. Jonathan Allen's right behind them. Deron Payne's great. Chase Young could be great. And Cameron Curl, that's what they got. Fuller's decent. But outside of that, their linebackers are bad. And look at Josh. It's like he's in my notes, man. I love this dude. Linebackers are bad. John Bostic, who's like 32 years old. Not that that's bad. It's incredible he's been around. He's the 72nd out of 84th linebacker rated from Pro Football Focus. And then you got Jamin Davis, who's young, powerhouse, got all the Fred Warner comps out of the draft, you know, big dude, fast, all those things. He's the 51st out of 84 linebackers. This is where you go to attack. Shedahead's better than anybody. You watch that Seattle tape if you did our all 22 breakdown. You just had to find 57, their linebacker, not Dre Greenlaw. Kyle took advantage of him wherever he went. Motioned his side, leveraged him high, low, inside out, run game pass. Like they're going after John Bostic. I'm telling you right now. They're going after the rookie, Jay, or not rookie, but I think sophomore player, Jamin Davis. It, it's 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 what it's going to do. It's what it's going to do. Um, and so, yeah, it, go, go, gadget, check down. Get them, pull up, get them, pull up, get them, pull up, dump them deep. Pull up, pull up, dump them deep. There's a reason why Kittle scored two touchdowns. The reason why Kittle scored two touchdowns was CMC. And you got to pick your poison. You want to stay with Kittle or you want to stay with CMC? Do you go with death by a thousand cuts or two catches for two touchdowns? You got to pick. You can't do both. Not today's NFL. Can't do it. Um, can't do it at all. So, you know, uh, weaknesses, like I talked about, Ben uh, St. Juiced, um, another corner, just not the biggest fan. Uh, really, really not. Uh, it, just with what he does. He's a bigger dude, but doesn't really pull a lot. And so I'm not too concerned about him. I really am. I really am not. They have a good defensive front, but that's it. They don't have a good front seven. They don't have a good solid 11. They're just dominant at the point of attack. And if the 49ers offense, can, offensive line can continue to play the way they have, Mike McGlinchey coming off three good games. Can he have a good game? That's my matchup. McGlinchey can't ruin it for the 49ers. He took one scoring drive off the board last week versus Seattle on a holding call. We were in field goal range, bumped us out, had a punt. He. Uh, this is my one of my, like, again, I'll get to this at the end. If you ask me my one key to the game, and I, I, I feel like this sounds negative, but it's like what I think is McGlinchey cannot ruin three or more drives. This is going to be a shortened drive game. They run the ball. They lead the NFL in time of possession. It's going to be short and play. Short and plays, short and drives, short and all those things. McGlinchey can't ruin three drives. You got to hold his own. I want chips. I want tight ends. I want use check. I want McGlinchey. I want everybody going to the right every play. Leave Trent on an island. I ain't worried about that cat. Help McGlinchey. Help McGlinchey. Help McGlinchey. That's what I want. If you can do that, 49ers is going to be just fine. Now, uh, before we get to the offense and some of those other things, man, come party with us. We're going to be in Vegas next week at the Tailgate Social Bar. Um, it's over in Palace Station. Going to be awesome. We're going to be watching the college football playoffs. Wayne's going to be there. Crystal uh, Peachy's going to be there. We've got all kinds of people coming out. Trivia, giveaways, more. It's going to be incredible. Uh, go get your tickets, 49ersRushRoadTrip.com. Now, we're not doing a tailgate because there's already a bunch of Niners tailgates. It's funny. Uh, we did our Vegas draft party at the S-Bar in Mandalay Bay and at <laughs> um, what Gordon Beer's Brewery. Guess where all the Niners tailgate parties are this year? At S-Bar in Mandalay Bay and Gordon Beer's. Uh, I'm glad that we set the playbook for other chapters to throw parties, and I'm going to go to them. Uh, that's the plan. So I don't want to compete with those guys. That's not what I don't want to pull community in different ways. I want to put the community together. And so that's why we kind of pulled back our tailgate. It just didn't make sense. Um, so that's there. So we're doing a day before party from one to four 30 on new year's Eve, watch the games with us, party with us. And then we are throwing a wild card tailgate, which is going to be awesome. The 40 hours are hosting a wild card playoff game because they're the three seed at worst. Um, so whenever that schedule is announced, we'll be in blue lot number one. Tickets are up now. That is going to sell out. Uh, 49ersRushRoadTrip.com. So if you're planning to go to the playoff game, 
I'm telling you right now, you got to go buy tickets because it's going to sell out. And like I said at the top of the show, we are working on some Super Bowl plans um, for some stuff in Arizona. Why not? Why not, right? All right, let's go offense. The commander's offense, which, you know, we started with the defense. They're pretty dang good. Um Offense is kind of like yucky. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, it's just, it, it's a mess. Look at Niner for Life. Yeah, NFC West Championship. I love it. Um, and yes, the Dark Willow before McGlinchey has been playing better since the Dolphins game. You are exactly correct. We need that to continue. His biggest test, it's going to be this game. And Debster says, yeah, McGlinchey's uh, got to have a good game, not let guys off coming off the block. Yeah, he can't do that. The holding calls, he's holding a lot. Um, we'll see how the refs call it. You know, this, this officiating crew that we got, I think is fifth on most flags called. So don't like that. Now commander's offense, who are they? What do they do? They're not good, uh, really at anything except for running the ball. Everything comes off the run. Um, 18th and in interceptions thrown. They've thrown 11. 16th and touchdowns passes throw, which is average, right? 20, 28th and third downs. Not great. That's terrible. 23rd in red zone. That's not good. 20th in yards. 21st in passing yards. 25th in points. But 11th in rush yards. This offense goes through two players. Brian Robinson, who got shot multiple times as a rookie, came back, and he's freaking balling out. Physical runner. Him on Trey Greenlaw is going to be so fun, man. You, you got one of the most physical runners in the NFL, one of the most physical tackles in the NFL, tacklers. And linebacker Drake Greenlaw, I want to see that, man. That's just a heavyweight. Oh, it's going to be fun. And Antonio Gibson, 26th in offensive DVOA. Not good. But number one, best in the NFL, time of possession. They want to keep the clock running. They want to keep the game close to the fourth quarter, one possession game, and then things break their way. That's how they play. They're a 500 team. They understand they're a 500 team, and they're scraping through with an undrafted free agent backup that's just tough as nails. And very similar to Brock Purdy, really. Not a lot of arm strength, not big, not fast, just a gladiator. Uh, easy to root for. Really, really do like him. Um, I, I, I really do like him. But I don't think he's a starting-level quarterback. I think he's a career backup, and you know that's not an insult. Um, yeah, I, I love this. Uh, Off-grid says, we're going to shut them out Saturday. Greenlaw's going to kill them. Um, I'm excited about this. Bet the under. I have my projection at the under, but I'm not betting it. I probably should. It's already low. It's 38 points. One of the lowest unders of the week already. And so that's why I don't like it. I'll probably do an alternative bet. I haven't yet. I do have my bets up on uh, patreon.com and I updated those. I'll share a couple more with you, but I'll probably do an alternative under where I do 41 and a half. Um, bet the under on that one. That's probably what I'll do. Um, anyway. Strengths, uh, they're wide receivers. Terry McLaurin's awesome. You know, made the Pro Bowl. Um, he's got a thousand yard season with subpar quarterback play. He's been great. Curtis Samuel, he's their version of Debo, which one of my favorite matchups this game is going to be Curtis Samuel in the slot versus Jimmy Ward. That's going to be fun. Uh, Johan Dotson, who I liked at a first round grade on rookie wide receiver. He's had some big games, but they're running backs. That's what it is. It's their skill position players. Two running backs, three wide receivers. That's the strength. Offensive line's not great. Um, Charles Leno Jr., their left tackle's all right. He's the 16th rated tackle out of 81. Uh, Cornelius Lucas, their right tackle, he's 44th out of 81. Interior offensive line's bad. Uh, really, really bad. Tyler Taylor Henneke, not good. He ranks 36th out of 36 quarterbacks. He doesn't pass the metric test. But he makes some plays with his legs. He's tough. He'll stay there, take a hit. He, he's a warrior, man. Um, analytics don't like him. Stats don't like him. The eye test, you watch him, and you're just like, okay, this dude's tough as hell. And so we'll see how that goes against this defensive front because the Niners are going to be hitting him like crazy. Interior offensive line is just bad. They're all in the bottom half of their positions. Um, tight end Logan Thomas. Logan Thomas, he's huge, former quarterback but not a good pass blocker or run blocker. So you can definitely take advantage of that. Now, scheme and tendencies, some of the things I found, tendencies were hard. All five of Taylor Henneke's interceptions came versus four-man pressure. So 
not versus the blitz. If you blitz him, he'll just run and get what he can. He'll tuck the ball. He'll take a sack. No problems there. But if you want him to turn the ball over, get pressure with four. Niners are better at that than anybody. Bring four, drop seven. That's what you do. Um, they are very heavy play action. Everything goes off the run. 35% of their passes are play action. They want to run, 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 act like they run. That's what they do. Spread the ball around very, very well. Um, their most targeted area um, is zero to nine yards. This is throw passing targets. Um, center of the field, it's 20% of passes. Most teams are higher than that, but that's where they go the most. So you're talking Fred Warner, Dre Greenlaw, Talanoa Hufunga. It's a dangerous place. A uh, dangerous place. Now, my connections. Oh, I say my connections. I love this. This is uh, from Coach Cruz. He finds all these. He does a great job. These are players on different squads uh, that know each other and played in college. Dre Greenlaw and Jonathan Williams, they played together at Arkansas. Uh, Cameron Curl also overlapped with Greenlaw a little bit whenever he was there. Elijah Mitchell, Percy Butler, they were together at Louisiana. Um, Sadiq Charles and Ty Davis Price at Louis, uh, Louisiana State. Uh, Hudson, Cameron Cheeseman, Ambry Thomas at Michigan. Wayne would like that. Nick Martin, Mike McGlinchey, they were together at Notre Dame together, played next to each other, in fact. And this one's probably the biggest, the Ohio State connection. Nick Bosa, Curtis Samuel, Terry McLaurin, and Chase Young. Four of the best players in this matchup all together at Ohio State. And this game means a lot to Nick Bosa, believe you me. You remember when... Chase Young was coming out, and they're saying, oh, he's as good, if not maybe better, higher ceiling than Nick Bosa. Yeah, they were wrong on that. They were big time wrong on that. Wasn't even close. <laughs> um, yeah, he's not near as good. So I fully expect Bosa to go off. Jump into my predictions. I got Bosa getting two tackles for loss and one and a half sacks uh, this game. Um, Bosa's going to he's gonna dominate. I'm telling you right now. This is going to be a big game for him. Kevin Givens, uh, Shaka Tooney, they played together at Penn State, lined up next to each other. That's D-tackle and defensive end. Curtis Robinson, Stacey Tuhill played together at Stanford. Um, Jake Fromm, Charlie Warner, Georgia. Sam Cosme, Charles Omenihu, Texas. Hook them. Uh, Jalen Moore and Willie Beavers, two offensive linemen coming from Western Michigan. Um, I freaking love it. That is awesome. Now, bets of the week. Hopefully you got in on yesterday's episode. We did a three-game teaser with the Jags, who covered big time, 49ers and Giants. Um, also, I'm putting this in there. Juwan Jennings. I updated. Uh, go back and look on Patreon. I added some bets to the original uh, first round of bets. So if you want to check that out, I added a couple ones. Juwan Jennings. And this one, the odds aren't in our favor. Pretty heavy payout. I'm taking Juwan Jennings over 40 yards. One of the biggest takes away, takeaways in that Seattle game was I thought Ray Ray McLeod would do the Debo role. I was wrong. I was wrong. Jawan Jennings dominated the snap counts and all that. Like, he took over that role. If you look at, again, the 49ers offense played 64 snaps. Of those 64 snaps, Jawan Jennings played 54. Ray Ray McLeod played 27. Literally half. Juwan Jennings is a starting wide receiver on this offense. So I'm taking him over 40 yards, bet five to win 8.1. And my long shot is Juwan Jennings score a touchdown, bet three to win 10. So you can kind of triple up whatever you bet. Uh, I've got more bets up over there, but that's where that goes. Um, so here we go. Let's get to our predictions. This has been fun. Man, I love these episodes. This is fun. Appreciate you guys for sticking with us. The only way the commanders win Right. And so like I try to approach this from, OK, what do I think that's going to happen? Let's predict a couple things, but also let's look through it through a retrospective window. I always use the phrase if I had uh, if I come back in time in my DeLorean and the 49ers lost, why did they lose? They lost because of Mike McGlinchey. If he could ruin three or more down uh, drives, that's huge. If the commanders can rush for over 100 yards, that's it. Those are my two keys, not interceptions, not turnovers. That's it. McGlinchey and stopping the run. That's how the commanders have to win, and they have to have both. It can't just be McGlinchey ruining three drives. It can't just be commanders running for over 100 yards. It has to be both. The 49ers are a better team, literally everywhere, except for special teams. There's some hidden yards. There's some hidden things there. I want touchbacks on the freaking kickoffs from Robbie Gold. I want touchbacks. 
If you have the opportunity for a touchback as a returner, Ray Ray, let it go into the end zone. Do not allow this special teams group that is superior and well-coached to outperform you and steal points. We've seen it this year. Uh, I don't want to see that again. But I will say this. This is going to be a fast game. Uh, so it's Christmas Eve, and I know everybody wants to be with their family. The Niners and Commanders are going to do you a favor because that clock's going to be running the whole damn game. It's going to be run, 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 run. It will be the first game in the late window to finish. I'll tell you that right now. And we'll be going live even though it is Christmas Eve uh, right after the game. I might be on my cell phone, but we'll figure it out. Um, it's, it's my job. And if the 49ers jump out early, they're not going to lose. You know, we've seen the 49ers jump out and teams like fight back. I don't see that. The commander's offense cannot handle being down 10 or more points. So if at any point the 49ers get a 10-point lead, game's over at that point. It's got to stay close. It's got to stay dirty. It's got to stay gross for the commanders to have a chance. That's it. But I don't see that happening. I expect Kyle and Trent to go off. Kyle Shanahan, the coach, he's going to embarrass the hell out of this team. I expect some type of play call at some point that's going to make Washington look stupid because that's what Kyle wants to do. He wants to embarrass this team with a third-string quarterback. I think he's going to do it. Trent Williams, I got him putting 11 or more people on the ground, which I think usually he six to seven is kind of his number, um, whether it's pancake block or that club over. Uh, if you've watched film with us, you know what I'm talking about, where he puts them face first in the ground. I got him putting 11, and I feel bad. Trent Williams is going to kill somebody. I, I really he's he's going to get some people, man. He really, really is. Now, um, Jawan Jennings, I think he's going to tie his season-high total on targets. I got him getting seven or more targets, four catches, 55 yards, and a touchdown, which is a good stat line for him. Um, that's why I bet what I bet. Um, and I think that the legend of Brock Purdy is going to grow because there's only one issue with Brock Purdy. There's just one. And Kyle Shanahan alluded to this very well. I want to hear him talk about it. This is the one issue with with Brock Purdy that we just got to see, and it, this is what's key. I mean, he's showing all of us this a bunch. I mean, it's not in, out in the games, but just how he's been since he's been here, he's he's been extremely consistent. He hasn't had many too too many ups and downs. Um, he's always, you know, in the preseason, he had to fight just to get each to get more reps every day, and um, we didn't go into it expecting. I mean, he would have been our number two going into this year if um, we didn't get Jimmy there at the end, um, and we didn't expect that going into it. And for him to be able to do that and win that job was impressive. And um, then just him going out now. I'm just happy that um, he was able to go out there and perform at the level a lot of us thought that he was capable of. And, I mean, I know the players felt that way, the coaches felt that way, and guys played really good around him too. And uh, I was just happy for him because that's um, kind of what we see from him. Consistency, man. And I think it continues. I, I don't see him. Here's my stat line. I got him throwing for one interception, one one touchdown, zero interceptions but makes two gigantic throws on third down and one big scramble. That's all he's got to do. You win this game. If you told me right now Brock Purdy throws for one touchdown, no interceptions, you won the game. That's it. 49ers run the ball 32 or more times. And, you know, I do not see Ty Davis Price getting carries unless Jordan Mason's out. And I want to be honest with you. If Jordan Mason's out, I think Tevin Coleman gets most of those carries. I think TDP would still maybe get a couple but that's only if there's long extended drives, you know, 15-plus play drive that I think you get in. This is a revenge game. And, you know, I, I think I think it's just going to be the defense is going to continue to prove the 49ers defense that they're historically great. They're not great for 2022, which they are. They're historically great. That's what's on the precipice. Brock is setting the stage for a historical story that's what this game is playoff seedings whatever this is a revenge game for your head coach and your best offensive player trent williams this is a game for your defense to be historically great right to put the fear in everybody left in the nfl you've locked up the division congrats you're not playing for that you're not playing for that you're playing for history and I think that it's not out of the realm of possibility. We talked about this earlier this week. 
Off Grid says the best defense in 49ers history. It's in the conversation. They haven't done it yet. You don't win the Super Bowl. I don't think you get to say that. I don't think you get to say that. I think you got to go 1984. I think you have to. Ah, I'm so pumped about this game. Guys, this has been a lot of fun. And I want to say thank you for sticking with us. Hopefully you enjoyed this conversation. After the game, join us. After the game, join us. Christmas Eve, celebrate or therapy. It's possible. I got the 49ers winning this game 24 to 13. I'm not betting the under, but I got them scoring under uh, the projected total. I just think the 49ers are a better team. I really, really do. Kyle is not going to hold back, guys. Kyle ain't holding back. Ken Law's playing. Oh, I'm pumped. I love it. Appreciate you guys. Love you guys. And as always, stay strong, faithful. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.